your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Thomas Welch. And I'm Josh Hyman. We got a fun one for you today. We're going to talk about Clem Costin's championship victory in the KHL, what that might mean for the St. Louis Blues moving forward, and his development. We're also going to preview tonight's matchup against the Minnesota Wild. we got a back-to-back here coming up. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I do want to remind you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. So download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store today and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Josh the Avanscard Omsk emerged victorious in the KHL Finals on a one nothing victory, and Klim Kostin is a KHL champion. How do we feel about that? Before we even talk about Klim Kostin, can you imagine being an Avanscard Omsk fan or a fan of the other team and watching the championship be decided on a one nothing game? Nail buyer. Like, holy shit. Like, I-, I don't know when the goal was scored, but... That just that just brings me back to like the the um, Dallas St. Louis get, double overtime game, but like feeling that for the entirety of a game. I don't know if my heart could take it, um, but hey, it, it, good for Clem Costin getting that experience down. Being in a game like that, I'd say it doesn't really get uh, more high stakes than a, a one nothing game in a game six of the finals. So yeah, huge huge win there. Um, kind of been following his. Uh, path throughout the playoffs th- these past few weeks. And he put up, what, nine nine points in 23 games? So yep, five goals, four assists. Love to see it. Uh, KHL, obviously, we stress time and time again, a really, really, really tough league to score. So putting up nine points in 23 playoff games and alongside your team winning a championship. Keep in mind, these, this is a professional league. Like He's not playing. This isn't the WHL or whatever. He's playing amongst men, um, former NHL players, whatever. So... Being on a championship team in general, not just putting up nine points, is impressive. Um, to keep in mind, he put up what he scored a goal in four games for the Blues last year, and has probably grown exponentially as a player since then, and is now eligible to come over and play for the Blues as of today. Obviously, with the quarantine period, but got a lot to talk about. One important thing to note for Clem Costin is, and kind of as we follow the course of his development, so in two thousand eighteen with the San Antonio Rampage in the AHL. In 66 games played, Clem Costin had 10 goals, 14 assists, 24 points, 102 penalty minutes. And I think we've talked about that on this podcast before, but he was also a minus 28 on that season. I think that was the season where the Rampage's defense was just absolutely abysmal. And I think Billy Huso uh, was struggling that season as well because of that. But all things considered, this season with the Avonsgard Omsk, seven goals 11 assists 18 points on the season and only 50 penalty minutes in 43 games and he was a plus six so in terms of a development and in terms of the way that he's trending uh, one thing that I was really focused on like looking into and making sure that he got right was that discipline because I mean anytime you're up there in 102 penalty minutes uh, that's kind of a cause for concern. But at the same time, you don't want a guy like him to lose his physicality and lose that edge because I do feel like in terms of like archetype, he is a similar player to Sammy Blay. Maybe has a little bit more skill on the offensive side. 
will probably drop the gloves a little bit more than Sammy Blay as well. But I mean, both huge body, huge hitters, plays with a lot of tenacity. And I think that's a perfect style for this Blues team because, I mean, you look around at guys like Braden Shen, at Jaden Schwartz, at Sammy Blay, at Vladimir Tarasenko. The staple for this team is high skill and offensive talent and physicality. And obviously bringing in a guy like Mike Hoffman was kind of a, a flash in the pan and didn't really follow that same suit. Uh, Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo don't really follow that same suit either. But at the end of the day, like to exceed on this Blues team, you have to either be physical or have to be highly offensively talented. And fortunately for the St. Louis Blues, Clint Costin seems like he's both. Um, and, and on that note, Tommy, I just came across an interesting uh, statistic that I think Blues fans will love to hear. Uh, so the leader in the KHL playoffs in hits was Clint Costin. With 99 hits in 24 Gee. games. Tommy, I want you to take a guess. How many hits did the runner-up have? The runner-up. Number two. Number two. Number two in all KHL playoffs and hits. I mean, and how at, many? With Clem Costin leading the way at 99. You would think, realistically, because Russians love just hitting people around, that it would be like 80 or 70 or somewhere around there. I would have to assume, because Clem Costin likes to hit people so much, and the fact in the tone of your voice that it sounds like there's a there's a drastic difference between these numbers. I'm going to say like 60 or 50. You'd still be a little too high there, Tommy. It's 42. Oh, my 42. God. <laughs> so what we're saying here is Klim Kostin is an absolute wrecking ball on skates. That is a mind-blowing stat. I, I'm reacting to in real time. I, more than double. More than double. Good math. But yeah, more than double. <laughs> Good That's... math. That's that 19 <laughs> on the ACT right there, boy. Oh, baby. <laughs> Damn, damn. Just in the math section. I got a 24 overall, but Ugh. the math section did me in, yeah. But yeah, dude, I think talking about bringing Clem Costin over to the St. Louis Blues and joining the team, obviously he's switching continents, so he's going to have to quarantine for a little bit, take a little bit longer than just him getting over here and all of those things. But even with the ELC and like 10 games, because if he plays 10 games, he burns a season of his ELC contract. I think even all of those things considered, when you take into consideration that, was it 2019, like you said earlier, he played four games for the Blues and scored a goal. And I feel like, like we were talking about over the course of this pod already, that he's made significant leaps and steps in his development. You almost have to like throw him in there at some point and at least see like what kind of impact he makes now, you know? Because I, I mean, I think he's the consensus top prospect for the St. Louis Blues, right? Like he's the closest guy Agreed. we have to like Jordan Cairo when he was coming up or Robert Thomas when he was coming up. Obviously, those guys were probably a little more highly touted than Clem Costin, but he is he is the top guy. So he's the next in line to make uh, a significant impact on the everyday roster. So why not throw him in there at least for a couple games, maybe the whole shebang, depending on how he does uh, and see how he stacks up against the big boys. I think he might be a lot more NHL ready than we think. Because uh, I think that was the biggest criticism of him when he was in the AHL is just that he didn't look like he had fully made that transition to the American game. Uh, he wasn't ready, was a little bit of a step behind. Um, and obviously, you know, transitioning from the KHL to the NHL is going to be a challenge this time around as well. It always is smaller ice. But like I said earlier, he's playing with professionals and he's finally kind of establishing himself as an elite player amongst these guys. I mean, 99 hits compared to 42. That's that's a guy that you line up against and you're terrified to play against. And he's, you know, 10, 15, 20 years younger than these guys that he's playing against. So definitely made a name for himself in the KHL. 
Um, and I'm excited for him to do the same over in, in the blue note in the NHL. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think everyone is excited for Clem Costin to join the St. Louis Blues locker room. Maybe Vladimir Tarasenko being in there and Ivan Barbashev being in there uh, might make the transition a little bit easier for him. But we want to make the transition for you to move over to the locker room a little bit easier. Uh, And that's why this episode is brought to you by Locker Room, because Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL like Josh and I. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. And there's a beta on Androids right now, I believe, too. So check that out. But be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the discussion and the group for the latest league updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you all on the app. I'll be sure to let you know once the Locked on Blues room is live, which it already is. So download the Locker Room app today because I think we're going to rip one uh, after the second game. Yeah, tomorrow after the Minnesota Wild game. So you can hop in and talk with us. That'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of work, though. So if you need a little bit of energy to push you through that, Built Bar's got you covered because Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And with the improved Built Bar, it's even deliciouser. With 18 amazing flavors and six new ones, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. Built Bars are healthy. They're great for the health-conscious guy or gal. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. And Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. They're great for a keto diet. And Josh, if we're looking at cookies and cream, because I've, I've been having a hankering for ice cream lately, 17 grams of protein in that bar, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Before we continue, you brought up cookies and cream. Okay. Um, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever had mochi? Mochi? Do you know what mochi No, mo- I don't even know what mochi know? is. All right. All Wait, right, is it like Japanese right. so, ice cream? It, it is. Oh, okay, it is. okay. I do know what I do so, what so, is. So, dumbass. Yeah, but 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 it's got like it's it's Japanese ice cream, but it's got it's wrapped in like dough. So like each one's like the size of a golf ball, and it's like it's dough. And it's in with ball like, form, right? With, with powdered right with powdered sugar on it. Maybe I have had one um, before. And and I was just thinking because I had cookies and cream mochi the other day, and as soon as you mentioned it, I was just like, oh, it is. Maybe one of the greatest food creations on this earth. It's so good. That I need, sounds I mean, I just, fire, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It might just be like an East Coast thing, because um, I'd never heard of it until I came to college. But if if you anyone's at the grocery store and they see mochi and you're like, "What the heck is that?" Just put some in your cart and eat them, and you're welcome. <laughs> and just eat them. <laughs> just eat Especially them. Especially with the you summer even coming leave up. The store. Yeah. yeah, facts. With or if you're sweating in your apartment because they won't, won't turn oh your AC on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> One person that's not sweating right now probably is Clem Cosson. I think he went on Instagram Live a little bit ago. I couldn't really tell what he was saying because Instagram Live was just buffering the whole time, so I didn't really know. But obviously he's excited. 
like we said earlier, like coming to join the Blues, I think he's a perfect fit uh, for their style and dynamic. But even just looking around, like there's a very large margin between Klim Kostin and the rest of the prospects in our system. And maybe like just because I feel like the higher prospects in our system right now, especially the most like impressive ones that are playing are goalies. So that might be why. But I, I really do think like he's very close and in terms of his development and trending the right way, I think at the latest, if he plays next season with the St. Louis Blues, like a full season with them, I really do think he could make an, an immediate impact for this team. Because like we said earlier, like he, he fits the system perfectly. It's exactly what the team is looking for. It's the same reason probably that they drafted a guy like Jake Neighbors, friend of the pod, because he plays with physicality, but he can also go out and score you goals. And I think like that's bread and butter for this Blues team. I'm glad you brought up Jake Neighbors because I, I think in terms of uh, at least the value of prospects, I don't think Clem Costa and Jake Neighbors are too far apart. I think their ceilings are both pretty high. Um, but I think the one thing that makes Clem Costa a little bit different is he's just infinitely more NHL ready. And obviously that's because Jake Neighbors was just drafted and was, you know, planned on being a bit of a project. So that's no criticism on him. But Clem Costa is almost more, more, not even a prospect at this point, more like one of those like NBA draft and stash players, you mm-hmm. know? He's, he's overplaying professional hockey. Like, yeah, sure, he's still he's still like a prospect and he's still in the in the minors in terms of like the contract status for the blues but the khl is a professional hockey league and and it, he's not he's not just you know skate out there skating around anymore putting up no points he's contributing on a professional hockey team in arguably the second most competitive league on the planet so i would wouldn't be surprised you know if it weren't for the unfortunate uh nine game entry-level contract bullshit whatever i i wouldn't be surprised to see him come over at asap and become one of the better producers on this team uh just because i think he's that nhl ready right now i would have to agree and it's really i think everyone can agree that physicality is a lot more it's a lot easier transition for uh players from like the khl and like the ahl and all those things uh players with more physicality make an easier transition to the nhl than guys uh with a lot of skill just because I mean, we kind of had that conversation when we talked about Jordan Kyrie, right? And I think he put like 20 pounds on in the offseason. And like, that's a big reason why is because there's so many big boys in the NHL that can put you in on the bench uh, from their checks and like uh, make you see stars and stuff. And if you've got enough skill and guys like, I mean, Connor McDavid, like it doesn't really matter who's going to go try to check him because he's just going to fly past you. But uh, I do think Overall, for the majority of prospects, physicality translates the most to NHL more than anything else. We've seen that. I mean, 99 hits in the KHL uh, is exactly what you're talking about when you talk about that conversation. But I don't know what's going to happen with bringing him over because, like you said, with the nine-game ELC thing, that's basically your grace period there. If you hit 10 games and he hits a full season on the ELC. So you would love to see Clem Costin come in uh, and rack up some games, right? But that nine-game that nine game grace period is kind of a stickler because one, you want to get him acclimated to this team and this roster in the regular season because it's a completely different beast in the playoffs, right? So you want to get him in there and kind of more of a smooth transition instead of going playoff hockey in the KHL to playoff hockey in the NHL. That'd be a lot more difficult for a guy that's 21 years old. So all those things considered, You've got nine games, right? You gotta win. You have to win sixteen games to go through the whole entire playoff. So, uh, unless the unless the Blues sweep everybody, which is just not going to happen. Uh, hey, I'm just saying. Come on, whoa! <laughs> Somebody's gonna win a game in there. 
Yeah, I, I think you have to like, you have to think about how you're going to divvy up these games. And maybe they just say, screw it, and don't give him any games at all. That could very well happen, too. He's a young guy. Like, he'll be fine. He'll get some games in next season. But I would love to see him personally. And I think if they do see him in this season or this playoffs or whatever, they're going to have to be strategic about how they divvy up the games. Maybe, like, in a matchup against Colorado where they want more physicality in the lineup, they'll be like, all right, Clem, <laughs> go light some bodies up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like it's going to be a lot more matchup based than anything. But I, like I said, I think they're going to have to be really strategic about how they divvy up those games. Unfortunately, and like, it's one of those things that like, as a fan, you just want to say, just play him. Like, who gives a shit? Right. I want to watch, I want to watch the exciting pl- prospect play hockey. Um, and it's been a long time coming. Clem Costin's been a guy that we've been excited about for a long, long time. And, you know, now I feel like we're right at the the verge of him sort of becoming a mainstay on this team. But the fact of the matter is, is there's a chance we might not see him at all this season just because of that that nine game grace period thing. It just just could make it a little the transition a little too difficult because it could be a really difficult situation if he comes over, lights the world on fire, plays really well, Blues are in a playoff spot. All of a sudden, Clem Costin's played seven games, and you can only play him two more before you burn another year. And that might not be a decision that the front office wants to make, unfortunately. Exactly. And another decision that the front office probably doesn't want to make is going home in the playoffs. So if you don't think the Blues are going to go home in the playoffs empty-handed and you think that they're going to hop in with another Stanley Cup, maybe Clem Costin leads Clem Costin leads them there. Uh, maybe not. But if you want to put some money down on that, you got to go to betonline.ag because BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. The week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL draft is on, and the Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Josh, I don't know about you, but I love picking horses for the Kentucky Derby, so I definitely have to go check that out. Uh, you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit with betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. When we come back, Josh, we're going to preview tonight's matchup against the Minnesota Wild, our picks for locked on player of the game, and our predictions for who we think is going to emerge victorious. Don't go anywhere. I got one more thought that I need to get out there. It's it's a little bit of a hypothetical. I'm going to need you to bear with me. Use your imagination a little bit. But as you know, in in the NHL, it is a is a big trend for Russians to stick together. Um, we see it in the Washington Capitals a lot. They literally spend every waking moment together. If you look at social media, um, they're, they're Russian players. And, and the one thing the Blues kind of lack is Russian players. Who, and, and our one big star Russian player is struggling a little bit. So... What better spark to get him going than a brand new young player that he can get along with and and that also likes to hit the share to people? Could be a great line mate. I could see some chemistry there. Just a hypothetical. I like it a lot. I, I, I could definitely see that happening for sure. And I know 
Uh, Ivan Barbashev and Vladimir Tarasenko play CSGO a lot together. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also play PUBG a lot together. PC, so, so maybe you just insert... Use another member. Exactly. Maybe you just insert Klim Kostin in there, get a full squad ripping, and next thing you know, you got a full squad ripping on the ice, too. I'm pretty sure I've seen Klim Kostin Instagram stories of him playing CSGO with Barbie and Vlad. I think so. so. I, could, I, think I, I, I could be too. wrong. So maybe that chemistry is already forming. And speaking of chemistry, I think the Blues chemistry against the Minnesota Wild is one of the things that has made them play so well against them this season. I think they're 2-1 and one on the year, if I'm correct, off the top of the dome. Uh, in the game that they lost, they, let it, they only let up like 15 shots, and we still ended up losing. So I don't think the Blues have been outplayed in any game against the Minnesota Wild this season, uh, especially the one where it was like a 9-1 to victory. So we talked about it on the last podcast, but really at the end of the day, Playoffs and a lot of hockey just comes down to matchups, and I think the Blues match up extremely well against this Minnesota Wild team, even though the standings might not dictate that. So, that being said, I'm going to go locked on player of the game. I'm going to go Robert Thomas, actually, because first of all, we got to talk about that goal in the last game with the little pump fake Hezzy, and then he just slots it right by him. I mean, that was just a thing of beauty. And I think a lot of people maybe don't say like, oh, like, Robert Thomas has had a disappointing season because of like the injuries and all those things. And you kind of forget like just how good he really is because uh, like he hasn't been playing for so long. And even when he is in there, like he might not be 100%. So watching him sling passes around and all those things, the passing and playmaking ability is always going to be there. And no one forgets about that. People forget about how fast and lethal his shot can be when he decides to shoot it on net. And I think that's why so many people want him to shoot more. I think that's a great pick. I'm going to go down a bit of a different route. I'm going to go with a guy that I think is a pretty easy pick. I'm going to make a I'm going to try to make a manifestation happen here. I've only done that. I've only I, I pulled one off a few few weeks ago, a few months ago at this point. There is there is uh, a guy on this team who has not yet achieved something this year that he does a lot. Jordan Binnington has zero shutouts in this season. He really really likes playing against the Minnesota Wild or hates playing against the Minnesota Wild. I could be one of the one of the two, but he seems to get a little a little extra amped up for these games as we've seen this year. And knowing him, he seems like the type of guy that might be aware of the fact that he doesn't have a shutout yet, so maybe he's got a little bit of extra motivation in him. Um yeah, I I think he is going to be a really big pick for a really important piece for a win tonight as we saw how the last game went. It was a defensive battle um two nothing finish so it's time for bennington to steal a game uh and, and i think he's gonna pitch his first shutter of the season tonight that's i like it for lockdown I think that's a great pick colton pareko is questionable for tonight's game do you think they go at 11 and 7 or do you think they go with the standard lines josh i mean if pareko you said if pareko's in 11 and 7 i think so that would make sense just because i feel like not just pareko but there are probably a couple defensemen that are a little banged up but on the flip side of that, you do have to worry about forwards getting that extra ice time down the stretch. But I think the 11-7 has honestly worked pretty well the past two games. I think Bozak has thrived in his increased role, and it's kind of taken the pressure off the defense and has allowed Craig Ruby a little bit more flexibility. If one pairing's not looking as good, he can kind of just switch it up. So I, I'd say if it ain't broke, uh, don't fix it. If Pareko's back tonight, do the 11-7, let him get up to full speed in a little bit of a lower stress environment with only with six other defensemen in case, you know, he's not feeling it or, or you know, feeling a little a little sore after a shift. He can take a take a couple extra minutes off to get the blood flowing again. So I, I like the 11 and 7. I would like to see it again tonight. I do too. I, I think that's the right route. And honestly, like, 
Uh, the Blues have been playing well. I don't know if it's because Zach Sanford hasn't been playing, but at this point, uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of ordeal. So I, I would like to see the 11-7 and seven too. But I would also like to see you guys uh, when we come back next time tomorrow to preview tomorrow's game against the Minnesota Wild. And recap this game. And recap this game and hold a little locker room afterwards. So I think that's all the time we got for busy today. Day. Yeah, big busy day. So you got to be here. To tune into all of it, thank you guys so much for listening to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening on. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter and Locker Room at 1215. You can follow Josh on Twitter and Locker Room at Josh Hyman NHL. Like we said, thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.